0: All right. And hello, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome to the show. Tell me more Rodney. And this is going to be a fun evening. I have someone special that I get to sit down with, uh, one of Houston's top mortgage officers, the mortgage maven herself, Miss Siam Maxi. And how, I'm going to go ahead and throw that disclaimer in there that I know she loved in MLS number 1093. Nine six three had to throw it in there. We, we did. I get it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to the show today, just over and over again and episodes. And I got so many things that you've talked about on your podcast. And I want to make sure, uh, that that people tune in and they come from here and then they jump and they spend some time there because I learned so much on that podcast. Uh, it's fun. It's one of the things that, you know, when I don't get to talk to you, I go in there and I feel like I can I can have I can just listen and, and be, be a part of your world. So uh, right. th- that's that's from me. Uh, I think I I, t- I gotta send you some pictures too. I always like when I'm in the truck, I'm like taking pictures because I see it there. But it's a fun show. Um, if if anyone's you know wanting to learn some stuff, I mean really educate themselves, I definitely would recommend uh, Miss Siam Maxie to them. So we're we're gonna get going. Rodney has a lot of notes and everything. But before we get on the business. How was your trip?
1: <laughs> Which how <one>? was
0: it? <laughs> I know, right? The
1: one I just came off or the one I'm going on. But <laughs>
0: okay, let's go to the one you just got back from. How, how no, was the was, trip?
1: No, the trip was good. It was relaxing. Um, I'm, I'm in a different season in my life, and so it was sort of a, a blind date type situation.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
1: went um, and had a wonderful time. Okay. Uh, left single.
0: So. Okay. <laughs> always
1: a plus.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's always, that's always a plus. Okay. I was going to say, show me your hand. I was getting ready to make you show me your hands, but no, that, yeah. that's, that's, that's always a plus. But welcome. And thank you so much for doing this and, and, and coming on here and, and spending some time with me. Uh, you were my inspiration. Um, because it's so many people out there that, that just don't, they just don't keep it real. They, they just don't do it. Uh, you know, we both work in industries and for someone listening, they're probably going, Rodney, who are you talking to? Man, I got the mortgage maven on my show, uh, Miss Siam. And, you know, the things that I'm trying to just gather my thoughts, but just take a moment. I, I was going to say, introduce yourself, but if you'll just allow me to read some things that I pulled. Because okay. i I, th- I think I need to I think I need to introduce you to my friends. Okay. Um, licensed in four states: Florida, Louisiana, Illinois, and Texas.
1: Okay, so add California. Minnesota, at Cali-
0: Ooh, ooh.
1: And Georgia, I told I
0: told y'all she bad. I, just I told went, y'all I just
1: went out there, so I
0: told y'all she is bad. She doesn't play. Now I did run across some other things too. Um, you spent some time and you were doing some teaching and, and teaching financial literacy. And that's kind of what you and I talked about. We had lunch, uh, together and, and we just had like this open conversation. And, and that's what, you know, we were talking about. we like, you, you talked to me and you were like, Rodney, that's, that's what people need to hear. That's what we need to be talking about out here. But one of the things that I saw that I'm really, really proud, 18 years, as a volunteer and doing that work for the Habitat for Humanity, how did you get... And, and I'm like, no, you don't just got it on your approach. You got the hat and the pictures and you out there hammering. and so, What is... What, okay, how did you even get it? What is that about? I got to ask you. That's my first question. What are you doing and, and how did you get into that?
1: Okay, so Habitat for Humanity, we build affordable houses for mid to, mid to low income people throughout the United States, but abroad as well. We're in twenty one countries, so we're doing a damn thing, and so in two thousand five mm-hmm. we had Katrina, and a lot of people from Katrina came to Houston and they placed they were placed in the Georgia Brown and the Reliance Center for housing and yeah. Oprah Winfrey actually had an initiative to build Angel Tree Lane is the name of the subdivision, and so she built twenty uh sixty five houses and so wow. she needed Volunteers, and since I taught financial literacy already with Habitat. I decided to join forces, and I went and was a part of building those 65 houses, and have not left Habitat. Since. No,
0: you you haven't. You you got. <laughs> I, I was looking at the. I'm like, what are you doing out there with the hammer? And I mean, you are doing <laughs> manual labor uh, yeah. with this. This isn't for the photo op. You're out there put literally doing that work and putting in that work. So I gotta let people know. I mean, you 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 walk that walk, you know. So I, I'm I i do not know. It's just it just says a lot about you and, and a lot of people just don't do it I've seen I've been in this industry for quite some times and you know they throw those parties oh we're gonna go do something with Habitat for Humanity and it's kind of more like a photo op deal and they kind of do that and then they're gone but you've remained consistent uh, in that kind of work and and doing that stuff for all those years Um, let's get into this thing take people to our conversation and just some of the things that that we talked about but I was, I was taken off of that when I was listening to one of your episodes uh, and you were talking about, I I, want to make sure I get the quote right. Realtors needs to, realtors need to focus on finding the home.
1: Oh, all right. Come on.
0: And let you find the money.
1: That's right. Because I'm the money lady.
0: Okay, well, what's going on in the industry? Why, that's a simple statement, but it's so much into it. And I see the post, uh, you call it the chatter, uh, all the stuff that's out there. And I see, you know, people, buy houses, uh, realtors, you know, buy a house, zero money down. And FHA, they, they're, they're talking about financing and they really haven't educated themselves. What's going on with
1: that? So in yesterday's episode, I, and I don't think it released for some reason, I talk, spoke about the exact thing. So realtors, and I just got off the phone with one, they have a habit of trying to be too much in a cookie. Mm-hmm. They tend to hmm, uh, be all, know it all, and they know nothing. Yeah, 90% of them never originated. The few 10% that originated, originated so long ago, they don't understand the guidelines are different. Yeah. Um. Each program is not for everybody and all buyers don't look alike. They're not made up the same. Their credit score may be similar, but their credit profile definitely differs. And the realtor doesn't have the ability to look at it, but as a lender, I do. And what happens more often than That need to is a realtor will say, oh, you got 700 credit score. You could go get you an FHA loan and they're going to give you money down for down payment and we're going to get you done. Well, if you have a 700 credit score, it doesn't mean you have the right profile for someone with a 700 credit score to get a loan. People think just because you have a score means it's a guarantee for a loan. It does not. And depending on the lender, you could be denied with a 700 credit score. So wow. I just wish realtors would mind their own business mm-hmm. in finding the house and let the people that do the money, do the money. Yeah. Let, let me look at their profile or another lender, any lender. Let me determine what program, what loan program, what assistance program, if any, the buyer should take and let the buyer decide. Don't decide for them.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: I, a I, lot of buyers are in FHA. Uh, mortgages and not that that's a bad mortgage and you know i'm saying this terminology to you because you understand it but sure they call that the black people loan but Mm. i got somebody with 808 credit score if she get on a fha loan i'm gonna kick her ass myself personally
0: (laughs) exactly
1: but she came to me because her realtor said tell her to get you an fha yeah and they think oh what has the less down payment well it doesn't there's fanny there's freddie that yeah. offers 3% down. But if yeah. you're not talking to a lender, you're talking to a realtor who is not abreast of what programs and guidelines are, then you may be getting yourself in a loan, in a loan program that's not the best fit for you.
0: Yeah. I, I tell people that also with like these homes, you know, when they're out there, if they would just... Educate, 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 you know, like educate yourself. I see people, they, they get their license and they're, they're taking, they're, they're seeing these bullet points. You, you see it, right? It's like even their posts. I mean, you you can put a, a bunch of agents and realtors together in a room, and they'll they'll all kind of say the exact same thing, and you know, and they're just giving the consumer the same same kind of information. But you actually see that consumer from a different perspective. You you approach them completely different. Now, I want to ask you about this. I mean, we got a whole bunch of these apps out here, and, and I don't want to date myself. But for some people, the only way they even knew what their credit score was was when they went and tried to purchase a car. I mean, that was like their first experience with like a, a credit. Rep- well, even then, some of them never even actually got to see their credit report itself. And you know, so with new technologies and things like that, are you seeing customers come in a little bit more conscious of their credit? What are you seeing when? Because you're yeah. taking all these applications. What are you seeing when they come to you?
1: Um, a bunch of bull. <laughs> um, because here's the thing, credit, like you said, is fast. It's everywhere. You can, mm-hmm. if you have a credit card, even if you don't have a credit card, if you have a bank account, the banks will give you your credit score. What the average consumer don't realize is the credit score you get from those organizations, whether it be a bank a credit union, or just some of these outside sources, my FICO is <clears throat> those are consumer credit scores. When you're applying for a mortgage, that is a different credit score. And mm. so what people don't realize is there's a mortgage score, there's a consumer score, there's an insurance score, there's an automobile score, yeah. and they're getting all this free stuff and you get what you pay for. So oftentimes they'll come to me, I have this just happened today. It's funny to me because the client was like, oh, I already know what my credit score is. And she said oh. 700. She did the application. It was 548. Ooh, big difference Ooh. between 700 and 548. Ooh. So either she was delusional (laughs) or (laughs) she saw something that was misrepresentative on what her mortgage score was because her credit was actually good when it came to her credit card payments. She did make her credit card payments on time. Mm -hmm. However, she had a repo on a vehicle, which made her credit score down. Yeah. And she also had a couple of other credit items on there that but she made her her credit card payments on time. Mm-hmm. Therefore, her consumer score, which reflected her credit cards, was much higher than her actual credit score Wow. And wow. then there's a lot of different credit matrices. So you have FICO 2 and FICO 7 and FICO 5 and yeah. eight and uh, who made all those numbers?:
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: They just tell you you could get your credit score, but it's FICO 2. And the mortgage score is FICO eight and some other score. Who said you that? Who told you that? Yeah.
0: Then yeah. you have
1: advantage scores and it's just so many. It never ends. It's just an anomaly. It just goes yeah. on and on and on and on.
0: So, so basically, what you're saying too is, you know, even the agents don't know this. You That's know, correct. they're 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 ha- they're using those same apps. They're using those same things, and they're going, hey. And I've I've actually been you know in offices where an agent told them, hey, download the app and, and let's see what your credit score is. Like they were running a mortgage application with the customer and I'm going, oh oh my god. You know, and people ask me why I don't want to sponsor all these people. I go, are you kidding me? Uh, let me, I will train, coach, and mentor, but uh sponsor? Uh No, thank you. One of the things you have in the bio of your podcast and I want to ask you this question because you asked us this question. I'm like, I don't know the answer to that. You're you going to have to answer that. But you asked, um, have you ever wonder why some people get approved for a mortgage loan and others don't mm-hmm. yeah I, I do wonder that <laughs> like like what 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 do you see are there are there common reasons are there you know is it is it a certain community what 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 do you what if what does your data tell you what what is what are, what are you seeing with your eyes
1: so the first thing I want to tell you is thank you for asking that question yeah and um, look into my next book is why African-Americans, more African-Americans are not homeowners. The truth. Mm-hmm. OK, so check that out because it's okay. coming out soon. Okay. But um, there's a variance on why. I mean, sometimes most of the time in certain communities, African-American, brown people, Hispanics, it's credit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's credit. So whether it be good credit or overextension of credit. That's one of the major reasons why some of them don't get it. Um, Another generation that is missing out is the millennial and the Gen Z. Mm. It's because of the traditional and non-traditional employment opportunities that they have that wasn't privy to older generations. So that's one reason. Um, Inconsistency on how you bank people don't realize that overdrafts can keep you from getting a mortgage. Mm. They don't realize that. And that is one of the things that's very popular. So in the podcast, it talks about the common pitfalls, which are things. And if you listen to episode one, I delve into it where I talked specifically about each area. Here's, here's the problem with your money. It's just got paid, Mm -hmm. um, when you get paid, how are you getting paid? Are you direct deposit? Are you cashing your check and depositing parts of it in there and doing other things? Are you making large deposits and things like that? That plays a role. But the biggest thing is the credit. The credit is the major reason why most people, no matter what ethnicity is, if they're being denied, 75% comes from credit. Yeah. So it's heavily weighted on credit, whether it's not established long enough, um, you have derogatory pays, you're just your debt to income ratio is just too high. Mm-hmm. It's those things, but seventy five percent of it is credit.
0: Yeah, so we're talking about the pocketbook, and 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 that is not dinner table talk in in most families. That is um, sometimes it's not talk between couples. Um, yes. And I mean, I've, I've had experiences where, you know, um, the wife was gunning oh, really, you know, like, let's get the house, let's go. Mm-hmm. And I could sense the hesitancy uh, from, from the husband. So, you know, we were walking and I think she went upstairs and I said, I want to show you something in the backyard. And, you know, he came out with me and I didn't have anything to show him. Um, but I said, um, are you afraid of this? because this is a look at your finances how you handle money yourself and you know we there, there are secrets within relationships Absolutely. You know, people think it's all about you know. You worried about these other things, but there's other types of cheating going on uh, that happens sometimes, and, and it can be financial uh, mm-hmm. things that, that are happening. And some people say, you know, well, we have a joint account or we have separate accounts and things like that. And some people, I get it. Uh, there instances instances where people use. You can use financings to abuse and control a person. So it's, it's in a very emotional thing. And, and, and people have different relationships, especially people who don't come from money. Maybe someone's worked their way up, way up their career and, and started making money. And, and no one tells them at the job how to necessarily handle that money. But how, how do you handle, how are you handling the families, the couples that, you know, maybe one is doing handle, you know, has been managing their finances and, and their credit and all those things very, very well. And perhaps maybe their spouse hasn't. And they don't necessarily want to communicate. I mean, I look at the profiles. Nobody's putting their credit score in their bio. Okay. They ain't yeah. posting that on the gram. You know, it's it's really just like, okay, you don't understand he's paying 28% on that on that charger that he dropped. <laughs> but people just people just ain't doing that. So how how do you handle that? I mean, breaking that news. You know, I just.
1: So one way, Rodney, is if a couple come to me, whether being married or not, and they decide to purchase a home together, all our conversations, all of our meetings, ninety percent of our conversations are with all parties present. Okay. If the well, he doesn't get off till eight. Okay. Well, you need to call me at eight oh five.
0: Okay. Because <laughs> I need him
1: to be on the line. And so then as I'm speaking to her or him, whichever was the dominant one, mm-hmm. then I'm asking the other one, do you understand what we're saying? Do you agree with what we're saying? Because I've had it tons of time. Actually, I just closed a transaction last week mm-hmm. where the woman and the man was not on the same page. Mm. And it was very disheartening because they both wanted to buy the house. Yeah. They had rented this house for a number of years, but they were cold and hot. And I'm asking him questions, but she's the dominant person, but he's the one with the income. So I'm asking Mm. him viable questions and she's trying to answer. And, but I'm looking at the paperwork and it's contrary to what she's saying. Mm. So I'm going back to him. Okay, sir. (laughs) Yeah. I need, and I'll tell her, miss. I need him to answer this question for me, please. Yeah,
0: and I then mean, they you're would. like you're like Judge Mathis at this point. You Absolutely, know I mean? <laughs> it's like you got the people there, and you're making them look at their their finances, uh, financing, and and uh, their their life, and all of those things because your life shows up, and you're to show up in your finance. I mean, a lot of things. It's very very personal. So people would ask me sometimes, like, have you ever thought, like, no, I'm. I, you know, I know me, I know my capacity and I really do rely. And that's 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 really why I go. I got to have a partner. I got to have someone like you on my team so that I have an expert. I'm the same way when it comes to my Uh, home inspectors, my home inspector has to have X amount of years of experience. I'm not getting to having someone just getting into this industry or, or trying out. I want someone with that, that those years of experience Mm -hmm. in this with consistency because this is their home that they're purchasing. So this is a big decision. So having someone like you on my team, uh, it's, it's amazing for me. You know, that's, but I, I always wondered, like, how do you handle that? Because I don't think they, Do they teach a new loan officer that when they get into the industry?
1: No, they do not. Yeah. What do you see? And and even seasoned loan officers don't do it. Sometimes they'll just talk to the person who did the application. Oftentimes it'll be one individual that did it. And the other one, I have one that's going on right now where the woman has done everything. And so when I try to talk to her husband, he always revert me back to her But if he only could see half the mess that she's gotten them into, he would rethink that. And as a result, they haven't been able to be helped. And that, you know, to his dismay, because he's taking pictures of the house, he's posting and planning, and they're not able to get on the same page. So they're not. So it's important. They don't teach you. Yeah. It's one of those things that you either have or you don't. You develop over time or you don't.
0: Yeah, I, I, I see it with, with agents. They, I, I used to always tell my, my customers, you know, don't fall in love with this house until it's yours. Um, when we go out, we're going to get you approved. We're, we're going to find out what you can afford, what you feel comfortable, uh, and then you go shop. But there are a lot of agents, and I know the young ones, they're kind of just ready to go show people stuff, and, and they, they're ready to just and to me you're you're hurting people because when you get someone in a house that they fall in love with and you know this and when they find out that they can't afford it or they don't even qualify for that home or that amount of money oh what about that when the when the when the amount you know we've been searching for homes within this range and then all of a sudden now you need to be purchasing a home in this range some people you lose them. I tell people you're going to lose buyers that way cuz a lot of people it hurts them. It's it's you you're really if you it feels like a form of abuse when you get somebody's hopes up like that and then you go, "Okay, well now we're going to, you know, we're going to have you call a loan officer and figure out if whether or not you can, you know, qualify for this home." It's just I don't know. I mean, I, I was listening to that today and i was just thinking i tell the customers i said hey i want you to get approved i want you to go ahead and get an understanding of your finances and then we're going to go ahead and find something that fits right in there and that and that's where you come from i'm telling you lending should be first in Absolutely. real estate it should be first yeah but
1: unfortunately realtors don't see it that way and so i don't know if you read my book uh, home buying basics Mm-mm. but finding your path to home ownership so the reason I wrote that book is you got to find your path, and the first step is to go over your finances. Yeah. Get with a lender. Let's look at your credit score. Let's cross the Ts, dot the Is, and know exactly what. Because sometimes you get pre-approved for an amount that's not within your budget. Mm-hmm. So you could get pre-approved for three hundred thousand, which And nowadays it's about in Texas, of yes. course, it's about a twenty eight hundred dollar note. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you were hoping to only have pay fifteen hundred dollars a month. I just bust all your bubbles.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you
1: want to pay half of what that note is, and the truth is, three hundred thousand looks totally different than fifteen hundred dollars a month.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so
1: the realtor can't help you understand that because they're not dealing with the money. They're dealing with, oh, this is what you got pre-approved. So if you listen to previous episodes, I said you are your best resource. Yeah, You know what you can afford. It doesn't matter what the lenders say you can qualify for. You know what your budget does. And so I'll talk to them about that payment. Oh, okay, you want three three eighty five. Well, you know what kind of note that's looking like. And they'll go into shock. And I'll say, okay, let me talk you off the cliff because I want you to become a homeowner. <laughs> yeah. So let's reel it in. What are you comfortable with paying a month? And that's my first question. Yes. And so when they tell me eighteen hundred to two thousand, then I I let them know right then. Then you're not. You shouldn't be looking or thinking about three hundred thousand dollar houses.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it's not a
1: three hundred thousand dollar house that's going to get you an eighteen hundred dollar note in Texas, not in yeah. Houston, Dallas, no. Austin. Yeah,
0: San Antonio. Exactly. Hey, while you giving out the list of the states, I did a little research. This thing, I found this article and they were talking about uh, states and credit scores. And, and oh, it's absolutely. funny. And I was kind of looking at it. You know, they the top, well, I'll go six states with the lowest credit scores. One of them is Texas. That's right. Uh, number one is Mississippi. Um, mm-hmm. Two. Louisiana, number three is Alabama. Now I'm from Alabama. I can vouch for that. There's folks in Alabama owe me money now. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. I know, I know they credits go down. Um, move into Texas at number four, Georgia yes. and South Carolina. They all have one thing in common. It's the South.
1: They are Southern states.
0: It's, right. it's, a, it's, it's, it's an education problem. Uh, mm-hmm. what I'm kind of seeing too, that's happening down here as far as like, you know, cause if you look at the top ones with the best, you go up north and it's like, okay, where's the disconnect? And we always talk about affordable housing and things that we have down south and everything like that. You know, that's part of one. That's, that's a big part of it. It's not taught in schools. You know that financial literacy is not taught in schools or, and it's, it's completely missed. But anyway, I got, I wanted to have some fun with you. So I got something for you. You ready? I got a little something for you. And and everybody's listening too. my audience is growing. Uh, The the base is getting there. So they know I like to uh, have a little fun. I'm going to give you a list.
1: right. I'm
0: going to give you the list first. Oprah Winfrey. Melania Trump. Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Les Brown. Which one of them were you going to lunch with?
1: Oprah Winfrey, Robert Kiyosaki, Les Brown, or Ivania Trump?
0: Melania Trump.
1: Oh, because I was going to say, didn't she pass away?
0: Mm -mm, Melania Trump, yes.
1: Which one is, I don't even know who she is. Donald
0: Trump's wife.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going with Oprah. I'm
0: going with Oprah. Okay. All right. Now I kind of figured you you might go Oprah's way and everything. I want you to know now Oprah don't need to worry about her credit. We know that she has her coins in her purse and, but she is from Mississippi. So, uh, you know, that's Mm -hmm. state number one on the list uh, Mm -hmm. for the credit. So I'm so glad she got that money. So she ain't got to worry about her credit. Uh, Keep keeping keeping it keeping it keeping it, keep it moving. I know I you know I ain't got no money. If somebody come on the podcast, be like, who is this talking talking trash about Oprah Winfrey You know we love Oprah. We know we know we love Oprah on here. No, um I just kinda was, you know, just researching you, looking at people, you know, that I've seen you quote about and, and talk about and everything like that. So I knew some of those names may pop out uh to you and things like that. Um but one thing that you do on your show that I find is, is fun. I mean, I like I, I listen to the beginning of it just so I can hear the song. I want to know oh, what the song, song is going to be. <laughs> and, you know, in honor of that, I, I, I think it would only be I don't think it only be right if we ended this with a song. Is that OK? okay. Is that OK. okay.
1: That's
0: all right. Uh, you know, just, just to honor the, the the show, and I want people to tune in, please give them the name one more time. Tell them where they can find you.
1: Siam Maxi.
0: And the podcast?
1: Simple Information About Mortgages. There we go. I'm on Spotify, Applecast. Google Play, Audible, a whole bunch of other places I don't even know that I was showing up. (laughs) You can find me. I'm Siam Maxi. That's my tag on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. YOLO.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read these lyrics and you see if you can recognize this song. Okay. I might try to sing it. Who knows? (laughs) It's sad to think We're not going to make it. And it's gotten to the point where we just can't fake it. For some ungodly reason, we just won't let it die. I guess neither one of us
1: we we'll say goodbye go. I was like I know this song <laughs> I'll be playing I this song I hope everyone
0: baby. that is listening to this I hope they, they search that on whatever podcast and they listen to that song and they think about Siam and Rodney and, and, and what we just did and what we just came thank you so so much my family's right there They all, we, we we hugging you, We everybody's like cheering and thank you so so much and people will go. Well, Rodney, how'd you find her? Um, just like my inspectors, just like anything. This is these are people that I personally use. You are my loan officer. Okay. You took care of me. So when I tell people, um, you know, I'm one of those chefs that eats his food. I'm one of those realtors that that uses his team and things like that. And I want to end you with one little thing, okay, so that people understand. And maybe this maybe this will come to you a little later on is that um, don't don't underestimate the value of having a good team. You don't become successful on your own. You have to rely on good people.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on, Rodney. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. And you good people.
1: And share this with my <laughs> my listeners so I can give you love because this
0: is hot. This is hot. No, nah, no. Nah, thank you so so much and everything, ladies and gentlemen. This has been my
1: friend. This has been Rodney, and this has been telling me more.